And now another edition of Traveling with Paul Lasley and Elizabeth Harriman. Every edition of Traveling with Paul Lasley and Elizabeth Harriman airs weekdays on the American Forces Network in countries around the world. Each show is also available as a podcast at ontravel.com and at iTunes. Just use the keyword on travel. Here's Paul and Elizabeth. Today we have Max Hartshorn joining joining us once again, and he is, of course, the editor at GoNomad.com. And a delightful guest brings an insight to travel that I find very um, in-depth and very useful. So, Max, welcome back to traveling. Always great to be with you, Paul. From New England, calling in from Deerfield, Massachusetts. Well, that's the cultural hub of the Western world, I've been told. Uh, oh. Especially since you moved there. You know, so. Well, I've been here 30 years. I think I'm almost a local. <laughs> almost. Well, one of the things that uh, I am so impressed with you is the breadth of your travel. You do uh, go all over the world, uh, but you know... One of the things that I really appreciate about, appreciate about you, Max, is you discover America. And, you know, the world comes to America. Uh, we are one of the, certainly the top destinations on Earth for foreign visitors, and that's huge impact on our economy, as U.S. Travel Association continually tells us. But, uh, Max, what was Little Rock, Arkansas like? Well, you know, it was a lot of fun. I, I must say, I love the destinations that are unheralded and unsung. And I think that uh, almost the whole state of Arkansas would really qualify for that. It's a state in which the uh, people of Massachusetts know nothing. Nobody's really, not as many people have been there. But I, I first got Arkansas on my radar, Paul. Back, uh, you and I go back a little ways. You remember when um, the two candidates were running for president? Oh, yes. Senator uh, Dole? And Senator uh, and Governor Clinton, who was the youngest governor in the world at the time, his youngest governor in the United States was from Hope, Arkansas, and Little and and um, Hot Springs, Arkansas. But the documentary talked about the, the the contrast between Kansas, where Dole was from, a very windy and uh, prone to. Uh, you know, terrible storms and tornadoes and merciless. And then compared to Arkansas, which was a green and pleasant place where it was warm and languid and it was very hot in the summer and it was a great agricultural center. Well, all those things made me want to go to Arkansas. And I did go to Arkansas in the year 2004. I went up to the Ozarks. And in the Ozarks, everybody kept talking about how much they love their neighbor, Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton, and they said these are these folks love the Clintons, and they said you got to go to Little Rock. So 2019 came along, the opportunity came along with some contacts, and I went down to the capital of Arkansas, Little Rock. And you may ask why? Because I want to go to places that are unheralded and yet turn out to be a lot of fun. Now the two big draws. In Little Rock, it's only a city of about 200,000 people, but the two draws are the Clinton Library, the Bill Clinton Memorial to his presidency, a repository of all the documents and all kinds of interesting things, including his 
presidential limousine, as you can see in the picture, is right in the lobby of the beautiful building. It's a it's a gorgeous building that stretches out right almost stretches toward the Arkansas River, and they say that's because it was built in the spirit of Bill Clinton, which is a bridge to the 21st century. Oh, and they were, uh, and I think you can almost say that uh, it was a dual presidency, the uh, Hillary, which upset a lot of people. Uh, Hillary was uh, certainly active in the presidency and a real partner. And I have to say that because Elizabeth and I have been married for 35 years, and we have been working together for 35 years, and it's a real partnership. And I think that disturbs some people. They just can't get their minds around it. And I'm not talking about politically here, but just about people look at women and think they belong, you know, barefoot and in the kitchen <laughs> or something like that. Well, he was a great partner to Hillary. In fact, the airport in Little Rock, when you land in Little Rock, in the little, little airport, it's called the Hillary and Bill Clinton Airport. Wow. So, therefore, she came on the airport, which is wonderful. And, you know, they in the, in the library, the beautiful building, it's a four-story building. It goes, stretches way out, very long, beautiful, modern, LEED-certified building. And on the top floor of the building is the apartment that was built for the former president, Bill Clinton. And he's got a royal digs up there. It's a beautiful apartment. And he even has his own putting green up there. Ah, how wonderful. No, that and I, so, you know, you can imagine Bill Bill having dinner parties with some of his old cronies. You know, he's a very loyal guy. And people in, in, in Little Rock love Bill Clinton and love Hillary Clinton and have a wonderful, great memory of their time in the sun in the 90s when they when the, the Arkansas Mafia came to Washington and took over for that eight years. And I think it was a great time. Honestly, I would love to go back to those times, but we're not going to go political here. We're going to talk a little bit about some of the other things about Little Rock. Well, that's uh, true. The main thing. Uh, you know, uh, Arkansas is also famous for the world headquarters of Walmart, which is, uh, I think they're in Bentonville, Arkansas. And uh, right. there's a world-class world museum there. And uh, I even saw Sam Wall's um, uh, office. They've restored that, and there's a shotgun in the office. And they said half jokingly that he liked to take off and you know shoot a few clay pigeons or something. And uh, someone else told me no, he liked to threaten the salesman. <laughs> so he, he was a great hunter. I read his autobiography. He used to drive this old pickup truck, and he did. He had a hunting. Uh, he was into bird hunting. He liked pheasant hunting. So Sam would go out and do that. But yeah, the legacy of the Waltons is quite strong in Little Rock and all over the state. You know, it's a, it's a seven, the state is about 79% farmland. It's a great agricultural powerhouse. It produces the most rice of any, any state in the United States. It's really? the rice capital of the United States, yes. And they also make Skippy peanut butter in Little Rock. And the one thing we did learn about uh, food in Arkansas, as by as you can see by my photographs, and you can see these on Go Nomad. We just published a neat article about Little Rock, so you can read about it and find out some of this stuff. But their favorite dish, the national dish, as it were, is cheese dip. A very cheesy Velveeta kind of a thing. Dive in this this stuff. It's so big. You know, half of America grew up on Skippy peanut butter. Half of America grew up on the other brand. And peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and all of this. But Velveeta cheese, my gosh. The other three-quarters of America has all 
raised on Velveeta. That's right. Well, that this is America. It's the middle of America, and this is down south. So not only are cheese dip found in almost every restaurant, there's a different variety of cheese dip. <laughs> but the other thing, of course, is barbecue. And we went oh. to the local barbecue. There's just one place to go in Little Rock. It's called Sims Barbecue. We went to Sims, and we had some pulled pork and some chicken and some brisket. We went out back, and we met the pit master and saw him lifting up the giant smoky big thing out there. We're putting a couple of big old briskets on there. And we got a chance to meet the mayor of Little Rock. And his name is Frank Scott. Neat guy. Big, tall, African-American guy with a real purpose and he's leading this leading the city you know he's doing a great job people love him and it, it you know the other thing so there's two big things to do in little rock and the second really important thing is central high school little rock central high school oh of course boy that's a historical place isn't it tell us about well that. it is it's the uh, it's a national historic site. It's got uh, rangers, and you go there, and you know you don't just go and go breeze through there. You take a tour, and you learn about the incredible dynamic between the United States District Attorney Attorney General and the Governor of Arkansas, who refused to allow any black kids to go into his big high school, the Central High School, because, of course, they built a separate, lousy high school for black people. So that didn't sit well with uh, the Attorney General at the time, and it was 1957, and it was a very long, drawn-out thing. And in fact, when you go, and you see the pictures, Paul, you actually, he does a diagram. The, the Bill Schweitzer is the gentleman that we took us on our tour from the uh, National Parks with the, the Mountie hat. And Bill gave us the whole runaround about how this dramatic thing that happened in 1957 and 58. And by God, these nine black kids did go to Little Rock High School. And about seven of them actually graduated from high school. So they integrated that high school. And it was a historic moment. And, you know, the Little Rock could could face this either way, Paul. They could be, you know, denying it. Or they could be the way so many cities in the South are. They own their own history and they take responsibility and they explain what happened and they don't feel that way now and god bless them for being so honest i agree and uh it's something that i think all visitors to america would probably benefit from is a little bit of travel uh to civil rights sites such as central high school in little rock arkansas and learn a little bit about the struggles that america has been through because it's made us stronger, it's made us, we are the shining example on the hill for the rest of the world. And uh, I, That's true, I, and I think that people have been through a lot in Little Rock, and they just basically, like now with this high school, you know, I, we went into the high school, and it was very pleasant. Blacks and, and, and whites were mixed. You know, the city is about half black and half white, so it's a pretty much of an evenly split, you know, it's, not, it's, a, it's an integrated city. But Central High School is a pleasant high school to go in. It didn't feel at all like being in an inner city high school. It was much more a common, mellow, and, and I tell you, they really made great strides but so one the other thing about little rock which we thought was great was besides sims barbecue and besides the historical monuments of the central high school and seeing bill clinton's library we love the music paul we love the music of little rock the, oh. the, the dive and the, the fun scenes that you have the nightlife in this 
vibrant town full of young people. Well, tell us a little bit about that music, because I assume it's not just blues and folk songs and things like that. It's rock and roll. It's alt country. It's all kinds of different venue, different styles. It's it's you know it's world music. It's 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 country, but it's definitely got its. They have a, a, a great independent music scene. We went to a club called uh, it was called the Whitewater Tavern. It's sort of funny because you remember Whitewater was the name of the scandal that they the investment scandal that Hillary and Bill got tied up in a little bit in the nineties. The Whitewater investment scandal. Oh, I, but this, I didn't remember. This that. has nothing. This is a wonderful dive bar called the Whitewater, and it's located in a sort of a back neighborhood. And all of a sudden, these guys are rocking and rolling and playing that music, and it's just just so much fun. And we have some great photographs of that in the article on Go Nomad about Little Rock on this week's front page. Well, you know the other thing about tra- traveling in the South, and uh, you know Arkansas is is a Southern state, is the fact that this music is everywhere. And the food is everywhere. It's a cultural scene in America that retains uh, a real separateness in a good way. Uh, there, it's not just you know, chocolate chip cookie emporiums in the malls. It's about people baking local things and selling local things, and and also these beautiful local independent music clubs that have just remarkable things. I, I've I've been to several of them. I don't think I've ever been disappointed. You know, either have I. And that really, so many cities, they want to become the, they want to be, they want to talk about their music and they want to brag about their music and how hip they are. And they want to talk about their restaurants and their nightlife. But Little Rock really walks the walk. I went to two different clubs. I went to a place called the Revolutionary Club, Revolution Club on the main drag. And then I went to this club, this wonderful white water, which was just so fun. And I, and then, you know, just a couple other times, uh, there was other, other places that we went. People, you know, we're talking about live music, and it's a real scene there. Now, the other thing that's interesting about Arkansas is the relationship that they had with the Rockefeller family. Uh, David Rockefeller and his—he had five brothers, and one of his brothers was W.R. Winthrop Rockefeller, and Winthrop was a governor of, of, of Arkansas for just one term in the '60s, but he had quite a legacy. He was quite a rich man. I mean, he was the great grandson of the richest man in the history of the United States, who was Rockefeller. And so he was a great philanthropist. And we went out to a, a place that where he had his cattle holdings. It's a beautiful, expansive, big place called the, the Rockefeller, the Winter W.R. Rockefeller Center. And it was an interesting little diversion to learn about this guy who was just a, a new, you know, a rich New Yorker who decided to take a, take a left turn and end up living in Arkansas, built his own airport so he could fly his plane around, come wow. home and come back. Still the son of the richest man in, in, who had ever lived, you know, his father's father. But uh, Winthrop was a great philanthropist, and you can visit his his former office and sort of see some of the memorabilia. The other thing that's fun about the capital city is at Christmas time, they light up the capital. It looks beautiful. You can see the photograph of the Capitol all lit up. It just adds a nice splendor. We, we really enjoyed our Christmas visit when we were there. It's temperate weather, not that cold as New England, but not as warm as where you are in San Diego. <laughs> well, uh, you know, it's it's all relative, I'm sure. But looking out the window to beautiful blue sky and 
I like it's about 60 degrees right now. Uh, it's not a bad place to live. <laughs> I have to tell you that. You know, the other thing that I, I want to ask you about, about Little Rock is where is it geographically located? So is it, does it make a good headquarters for, say, a driving trip? Uh, well, yeah, it's right in the middle of the country. You know, if you look at a map, Little Rock is right in the it's uh well it's it's toward the west of the country but it's pretty much right in the center so the, the you mentioned crystal bridges the most magnificent uh, museum uh built by the largesse of the late sam walton his daughter alice walton runs that restaurant that 500 million dollar collection of priceless american art which you can find about three and a half hours north of the city of little rock uh, so that's a place a lot of people go. They'll go and go to the library, and they'll go to the Central High School tour, and then they'll drive up to Crystal Bridges, and maybe they'll go up to the Ozarks, which is a wonderful part of the world, you know, beautiful uh, places that you could float down rivers, the Buffalo Rivers up there, Fayetteville, where Arkansas, the University of Arkansas, the Razorbacks um, play, and then down south, you're not that far away from New Orleans, and, uh, and even Nashville on to the west, to the east. So it really makes a great headquarters in that sense for anyone who wants to explore a unique part of America. And the other thing I have to say, because I happen to be there once uh, during fall foliage, New England, I know you're in Deerfield, Massachusetts, and I know there's wonderful fall foliage, and the world goes to New England for fall foliage. Boy, they should go to Arkansas. That state has got so much color in the fall, it's unreal. And you don't have to Yeah, they really they have beautiful deciduous trees, which do the same thing. And yeah, and you know, and there's also just so much farmland. I mean, we just were impressed. We took a little drive outside of the city, and we went to that uh, W.R. Rockefeller's uh, you know, home, and his big office, that foundation was there. And along the way, there were some just beautiful places, including this one place we went it was called Petty Jean State Park, and they have these these um, almost like boulders. You could walk over these really cool boulder flat formations and some little caves and stuff. And some wonderful sort of. We stopped in on this little sale there, having a little kind of little tag sale, and just sort of fun to be out in the countryside of Arkansas, real country, you know, real farmland. And uh, the other place we just got to stop briefly, which really impressed us, was there's a gentleman who has a television program on PBS, and his name is p allen smith oh he's an arkansas have you heard of allen isn't he a gardener or something the gardener extraordinaire he's the most humble his gardens are gardens that you just can't believe you can take a tour of the house it's called moss mountain farm located about 45 minutes outside of little rock and as you can see some of the photographs which i shared with you paul he's got a collection of geese and turkey and other fowl, he, he raises these unusual breeds of different types of chickens, turkeys, and ducks. He has gardens that just go on for miles and ornamental, just beautiful ornamental flowers. And it's got a beautiful view of the Arkansas River. It's just a wonderful place to go. It's called Moss Mountain Farm. Well, I have I've only heard of him, but... Uh... I love gardens. I think gardens are an amazing way to experience a, a, a culture and a country. Uh, when you think of the British gardens and French gardens, Italian gardens, every, and Japanese gardens, Chinese gardens, they're all totally different. 
you won't walk into a Japanese garden and think it's a Chinese garden, for instance. Uh, well, for sure. I think you're right, Paul. When you think about a road trip, Little Rock should be on your radar as a possibility to stop by and see the Crystal Bridges Museum. Again, the American art on a par that you won't be able to see a free museum owned by the Walton. And then the Cent Little Rock Central High School to get a little dose of some of that really important history to learn the lessons of how we learned our lesson and how the people in Little Rock changed their tune. And then the William J. Clinton Library and Presidential Library, again, a, a free attraction and a marvelous place to delve into those 1990s, which were a fun time for a lot of us. <laughs> they were indeed. And the other thing is, of course, you can. what I find is the Visitors Bureau people in these Midwestern states are so friendly. I mean, the, you know, New York and Los Angeles and San Francisco, they get millions of visitors every year. But places like Little Rock, they want you. <laughs> and you They know, really do. They, they don't take you for And they really appreciate you, and it's inexpensive to visit there. Really, our hotel was maybe $114 a night. We ate some great food. We went to a restaurant called South on Main. Really excited. They had music while we were while we were eating our grits and cheese and all these great southern flavors. Another place I'd have to give a shout-out to is um, the Pantry Crest, which is up in the one of the neighborhoods called the Heights. Um, there's some, just some wonderful dining. There, you know, they have a distillery there, rock art. They make their own whiskeys and gins and vodkas, and of course, the craft brewers. There's about seven or so craft breweries in the little city, a little rock too. Well, and they're uh, carrying forward the, uh, forward the legacy of the ancient and honorable tradition of moonshining. Exactly. They got a label on it, got a little tax on it, but it's the same stuff. <laughs> well, I think it's better. Um, I once tasted real moonshine, and ooh, it's it's something else. Uh, but uh, now there's this huge. You're right, craft movement uh, in beer and alcohol, and and also hard liquor, uh, gin and whiskey and that kind of thing. It's a remarkable time if you're if you're a serious drinker. This is your time, believe me. It really is. You know, almost every brewery now has discovered that they can buy a still and make a lot more money selling vodka and gin than sticking to lagers. So, yeah, you're right, man. They're going right. They're all going for the, the boutique. And you find this in other countries. I, I've been in several countries where they have a small distilleries. And in this country, that is one of the things I've been amazed about. And all over the country, you get things like, um, for instance, where I've just started to experience is something that they're doing a lot in other parts of the world. And in the United States, these co-working places where people who just have a laptop and they don't have a job anymore, but they work on their own like freelancers, they go to a place like Little Rock and find places that they can share their workspace with other people. And those are neat, bringing people together. You know, it's a whole new kind of generation now, people that are working on their own. And, and Little Rock is really exciting. And I think that you should set out to visit places in 2020 that you haven't been to before that need the visitors. So yeah. believe away places like San Francisco and maybe even New York City, and let's drill down to the real America. That's right, finding the real America, and you can do that on the multiple, multiple pages of gonomad.com, edited by Max Hartshorn. Max, thank you so much for joining us once again. We'll look forward to another report soon. Join Paul and Elizabeth at any time since each episode of Traveling is available as a podcast on iTunes, keyword on travel, and at ontravel.com. 
You can join the global community on Twitter and Facebook at On Travel Media, and you can email at traveling at ontravel.com. Your suggestions for show topics and comments are always welcome. Join us next time on the American Forces Network and at ontravel.com. I'm Fred Sater.